we're starting a new Sefer, Vayikra, and in the first parasha, also understood as the name Vayikra, we have a very interesting phenomenon that rarely occurs. We have a small letter at the end of the first word. The words are Vayikra al Moshe, um, he called to Moshe. But the word Vayikra, which ends with an Aleph, has a very small Aleph at the end of the word. Why is that? And especially interesting because we can find in the, in the Tanakh elsewhere another place where the Aleph is actually exaggeratedly large. Now, what's the reason of the small and the large letters? And this is the uh, substance of an aspect of a Maimur, which the al speaks on this parasha, Vayikra al Moshe. <coughs> and he explains that when Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to enter the oil moed, the tent of meeting, there was a cloud which covered it, but somehow the cloud prevented Moshe Rabbeinu's entry. Now, when we study that in greater depth, what we're really saying is that there was an inability for a communication to take place between God and Moshe Rabbeinu initially. There had to be somehow a meeting point. And we understand, we explain this in context of, say, the Sfirot. What's human understanding? Understanding comes at three levels, Chochmah, Bina and Da'as. We're not going to analyze that now, but we know that Chochmah is the highest level of understanding within the mind. However, it's limited to the design of the brain. And therefore, the mind of the human mind is limited. And as a consequence of that, it can't possibly be in touch with a divine communication, which is way beyond. The beyond Chochmah, we're going to allocate the name Keter. It's a quasi-sphere. Keter means crown. Like a crown sits on top of the head. It's not of the head. It's above the head. Now, what we're saying is that Keter itself is a level of insight that goes beyond the capacity of the mind. So when we take the word Aleph and spell it backwards, we get the word Pele, wondrousness. And what we're alluding to there is some phenomenon that is beyond understanding. It's wondrous. Pele, it's a modern Hebrew term. It's a, it's a Pele. It's an absolute amazing thing. How can it be? So what we're saying here is that Moshe Rabbeinu, in order to be able to communicate with Hashem in an attempt of meeting at the Oil Moed, had to, in some shape or form, rise beyond himself, but could only do so if Hashem lowered itself to a point where that ascent was possible to create a meeting of minds, so to speak. So what we're saying here is the Aleph was reduced. In other words, Hashem's presence and capacity to be in touch with the humanoid known as Moshe Rabbeinu was such that there was a capacity to be able to meet at the level of Keter, which is above Chochmah. Keter is the, the, uh, set, the aspect that actually creates the state of Chochmah. So Moshe Rabbeinu began to get in touch with Keter, at a low level of Keter, so to speak, and then be able to rise and ride it to a higher point where the communication took place.
Whereas elsewhere in Direi Hayamim, we have a large Aleph, and there we know it refers to Adam Harishon, first person, Adam, but before he ate from the pre-Etzadas, the tree of knowledge, when he was still in his full strength, where he was able to be at the level of Keter all the time. And therefore that's in, in, indicated there with a large Aleph, because he was in a full state beyond normal human capacity, which happens later on. So you have a small Aleph and a large Aleph teaching us things. Let's see if we can now use a little bit of our imagination to be able to absorb the contrasts of the large Aleph and the small Aleph in context of our lives. So gently close your eyes and just become aware of your breath gently breathing in and breathing out try to breathe in and out slowly and deeply taking slow deep breaths relaxing your body and mind. And imagine in your mind, in your headspace, a source of light, a small source of light, which is the beginning of true understanding. The understanding of your soul unadulterated by the exigencies of everyday life pure understanding a recognition of godliness at your highest level and yet circumstances arise every day where we forget we forget about the wondrousness of the world, how every aspect of its design is specifically geared for our individual success, individual connection to Hashem. So imagine an Aleph as the source of light and the Aleph becomes smaller. But ironically, as it becomes smaller, it gives off more light. And you're able to be conscious of the absolute wondrousness of life. The wondrousness of intricate design at the atomic level or at the level of the whole universe. Forces in juxtaposition, each creating a pull that is just perfect to maintain everything in its orbit. Out there is the big Aleph your little light within, your small aleph, 
watch it grow and grow and grow so that you find yourself right with the largesse of the world almost intimate with Hashem's understanding and it transfers to your emotions and you feel the honor the delight that you have a momentary insight into the greatness of creation slowly open your eyes focusing again on your breath and trying to take that insight into your everyday life's experience. Mm-hmm.